wait is over. Over. Tell everyone you know, this is the key to your weekend. You're listening to Three Grams and a Mic podcast live from Australia. A new perspective on professional sports with your hosts, Kel, Axel, and Cotto. Click, listen, and enjoy. Good afternoon. This is Three Grams and a Mic. I'm Graham Cotton. I'm here with Graham Kelly and Graham Foley. G'day, boys. G'day, gents. We're off to a start. I'm just glad not to have an Axel in my lap. Although, Axel, I did discover something a bit earlier. This trans- You've been looking for it for a while, have you? Yeah, this, this Translate app. I figured we could put it on. So when Cotto <laughs> starts talking about Indian cricketers or Bulgarian tennis <laughs> players, we've got some idea of what he's well, on. Well, I don't know if the listeners have realised, but we've stopped talking about those guys for a fair while now. Well, Tim Zoo does have a new opponent, and I'm waiting for you to I have no idea who it is. You'll have to talk about that. That's all right. I'll write it down. (laughs) (laughs) We'll skip that until November. NRL overnight, boys. The Roosters got walloped by Manly, 42-6 in Mackay, Queensland. The Roosters' handling was very, very poor, wasn't it? It wasn't good. Walloped. 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 Yeah. It was a walloping. It was coming. We were very concerned at one stage, weren't we, Axel, that during the night we were text messaging Mr Kelly and getting no response? The phone got put away. Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys weren't the only ones. About halfway through the second half, I thought it was cricket, so <laughs> 6 for 36 it was. <laughs> so you were copying it from other, other friends of yours and family oh, or whatever? I was. Oh, justifiable. Yes. You would have been outside smoking and drinking, I'd say, when it didn't even watch the second half. There was a bit of that going on. There was <laughs> kicking the dog up the arse. Oh. Uh, at one stage, we thought we didn't want to have to go there and check in the pool. So we might not have come back up. Or so the dog. There'll be a big roster change. Oh, no, half, half that team won't play first grade next year. Or oh, unless there's injuries. Kieran, uh, well, you, you run through that team. He was all right, actually. Tackling one. Yeah, but he won't. Uh, yeah, he's not first grade. He's had it. He won't play first grade. Um, Ikebalu won't play first grade. Mm. Liam won't play first grade. Oh, who takes... White won't, oh, Nafu won't play first grade. Fletcher Bate won't play first grade. You, you, you'll have um, Tedesco, Suwali will come back in. Mm. Billy Smith will come into the, the centres. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. Mane will be the other centre and Tuba on the wing. Kiri will come back in 5'8". Sam Morgan will be half-back. Mm-hmm. You'll probably play Drew Hutchinson. No, actually, yeah, Hutchinson won't play first grade either because um, Connor Watson will be playing 14. Mm-hmm. Your pack will be Radley, Crichton, Tupanua. Takayaka, KWH, and Verrills. And then on the bench, Liu won't be there. On the bench, you'll have Collins, Collins, two butchers, and... Connor Watson. Yep. So, yes, you will have big lifts to this change. So, by this time next year, any injuries, you'll be playing those same players again because well, it's not the depth that they used to have. Will they contend? Yeah, yeah, with that team. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Kiri's back, as long as Kiri's full, full health. Beat yeah. Melbourne, beat Manly. I don't know about that. Melbourne and Penrith would be a challenge. Top 16, definitely. Yeah, top four, I'd say. Well, depends on injuries. Oh, it does, yeah, yeah. for 
not full strength. So just interesting, the press, I didn't actually see it, but I read it this morning. Robbo congratulated the league on the way they dealt with players and family during the COVID dramas that went on. And, and he said it was, it was um, Abdo and PVL and the way that they had incredible amount of heart and care. I thought they've treated the Roosters very, very well this year. Of they course, needed to hear that. And he said they needed to hear that because they have been amazing. I just thought, Kel, it's contradicting the way that you thought. The NRL's treated your time. Oh, no, no, I'm sure they have treated the families very well. They've treated the game disgracefully. <laughs> disgracefully. Uh, you were complaining about the referees at the start. It was only your team that was dropping the ball and missing tackles. Nah, their first try came off a head-eye call that was around the ankles. <laughs> that, that, that was a pretty ordinary call. Like yeah, that, yeah. Uh, Told you, uh, Jared Sutton for the first try score. <laughs> So who, who wins tonight, Penrith and Parramatta? I'm giving the Eels a sneaky chance. Uh, I think Penrith will bounce back. That was the mm. loss they had to have. And, uh, yeah, they're too good a team to, to roll over to the Eels, I would have thought. Depends, depends how this Cleary thing has got into their heads. The stuff with the Wayne better yeah. last week. Yeah. And it was a dumb play by the coach. No. <laughs> Crazy, but, but I'll tell you, they've been out of form for a little while. They're sort of starting to get it back, but not the form they had right at the start of the season. So if they don't, if the Fords don't stand up against the Parramatta Fords, who were great last game, then they won't win. That's just because the two halves will pretty much cancel each other out. They're just as good a kicking game. They run the ball similarly. Yeah. They can run the team fairly well. If you have to pick two, you pick the banner of the pair. But yeah, yeah. Moses and Brown hasn't been... Dylan Brown hasn't been great for a while now, but you know, I, I, you know in Kickout hasn't been overly great either. To be honest, not dominating like he used to. No, he's talking about a million dollar contract. Yeah, good luck with St George. Four dollars, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Your odds in a two horse race. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's. You know where my it's money's going, don't you? You, uh, your twenties on the eels tonight. Wow. Yeah. Shit, we're going to give money away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going down to a five dollar multi. <laughs> um, so the winner will play of tonight will play Melbourne next week. Manly plays South now, and the winner of those two obviously play off in the grand final. Bookies are giving Manly a chance. Oh, you'd have to think. Manly are about Manly are about two twenty. They'll still have to be better than they were last night to beat South. Absolutely. The Roosters were terrible last night. Mm. Um, but they can, they could. If that South board pack turns it on, like, mm. like they did against um, Penrith. Yeah, they can't beat them. Yeah, I don't think any They only scored 12 points against Penrith, though. But, but they dominated the game, South. 12? Was it 12? 12, 6? 16, 10, I thought it was. But... Oh, it was 6. Oh, yeah, sorry. My bad. At one stage, it was 12, 6. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, West Tigers... Uh, have been doing, you might remember, they've been doing a review for a couple of weeks now. And uh, Tuesday night. Did that Axel, review start after the dogs actually smacked? No, it started before that, actually. Did it? But Axel, um, they're going to make a decision on Tuesday night. Um, they've got Tim Sheens coming over. He's been reviewing the review from afar because he's trapped in the UK. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're going to make a decision on Tuesday night about the review. They haven't said Madge is part of that, but he will be. Does he survive, Kel? I reckon he will because they've got nowhere else Where do you go? to go. Shane Flanagan? Yeah. Paul. The, yeah. the timing of it 
they're, they're saying, and this is just a debacle if it's true, that um, Seraldo won't engage in talks until Penrith are out. Mm. And he's the, logical, he's the logical coach. It might be, but if mm. it's not, yeah. yeah. Well, if it's two weeks. Breaks of the carton situation where they're just... How many coaches are out there in the Ready, is it? Is I mean, oh, ready made. And you got John Morris. Um, yeah. You got uh, Arsenal and he, he got them there into the finals. With Finally, he won a grand final, even though, albeit controversially, mm. they went over the salary cap. Just pep tied it up. Th- and three years, yeah, pep tied. Um, um, you also got um, Paul McGregor, although he just signed with New South Wales, yeah. so he's unlikely to. Coach next year. Seraldo is the one they, they were talking about Fitzgibbon mm. and Seraldo being the two assistants. Oh, Paul Where, Green? Paul Green. Yeah, so it's five five or six, seven. Yeah. yeah. He's one of the grand final as well. Club that many coaches want to well, that's the problem. They need because They haven't got the roster. Um, you know, they're going to be on the. Whoever you bring in yeah, needs to be able to bring bottom. players. Yeah. Yeah, they really need to attract. Brad Fittler is why they're going after him. Did you hear they were talking to him? Yeah. 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 Because he, he can attract players. That's what that's all about. They need they, fresh blood. Will they have an origin coach coaching the NRL as well? No. no. So you have to make a choice. That, that, that's why Green's given away Queensland. Queensland. Yeah. Talking, talking about Fittler, that's probably the most exciting news of the week. This Fittler's young fellow's been named in the Roosters SG ball. Oh, he's got the young ball. Yeah. How old is he? 16. Did you say SG ball's under 16? Yeah, yeah, that's... Um, what else? What else? Um, so who do you think plays in the grand final? Manly, South, or Melbourne and Penrith, Parramatta? Well, I'm tipping um, Melbourne will be. Melbourne, South. Yeah. Melbourne, South. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I can't see, unless Penrith really turn around tonight, you'd think Melbourne are pretty odds on to, to knock off. Mm, yeah, they're just week. sitting back with the week off. Yeah, yeah, and then if I, I could see a Melbourne Manly re, reunited grand final, that'd be a good game. Trevojevic should, yeah, it's fair good way. But that time, that they've got a very young pack, you know, a couple of young players in the pack of men. Just don't know if they could get up for it. To be honest, um, just other news: uh, the league announced that they are going to give seven million dollars to each club. To help with the losses from you know, not being able to host games, just to help them through, and which they gave money last year as well. And the league uh, estimates have lost thirty million dollars in revenue, and and spent another thirty million in relocation costs. Where are they getting the money from to give the club seven million dollars each if they're making big losses and they were nearly broke? TV March or April last year. TV money. Well, they must have made a heap. Where much did you say they lost? Well, uh, sixty million. They lost sixty mil. All up, they spent thirty and they lost they, thirty yeah, in revenue. They lost thirty and spent thirty extra. Yeah, so the thirty they wouldn't have spent there, but maybe they would have spent that somewhere else too. They, they did put the, the knife through the admin, which is a good idea. Mm. So where's the hundred odd mil from? They get a massive amount of money every year for TV rights. Okay. It was a billion dollar. Contract. But they were getting that before. So it, is this the just annual grant that they normally? So they normally give them thirteen, I think yeah. it is, with they or more, more yeah. actually. Now yeah, they're just giving them seven. On top of the thirteen, where are they getting that from? <laughs> That's a question. I don't know. And where are they? Allowed, where are the clubs allowed to spend that money? I wonder. Because the player <laughs> so, payments are the player payments. Up. Yeah, 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 the yeah, cap's yeah. the cap, so they can't spend it on players. 
No. You're going to spend it in well, the back Some end. clubs can. <laughs> well, no, that, that means they're not players because they're not they're not dragging in the gate revenue that they would normally rely on to pay their players and their staff. Oh, you, but they can't pay them extra. No, no, yeah, no. The cap is the cap. Yeah, officially, no. Did any players take a cut? Last year they did. Yeah. This year? I don't think there been any, any of the sports we're talking about this year, but it might be still in place, I'm not sure. Well, they paid for the rent. They paid... The only thing they didn't have was, you know, you know big stadiums full of yeah, people. I mean, mm-hmm. they had crowds in Queensland. Yeah. A big whack of the year. Yeah. Oh, but the government, uh, the Queensland government kept on giving them money, so maybe that helped. Mm-hmm. Not that much, though, I wouldn't have thought. I think it was four... Oh, well, they're playing the grand final up there, so maybe there's a big chunk of money. Interesting to see what the revenue is from clubs on TV versus crowds. Obviously, most of it's TV, you think, that comes by the yeah. NRL. But you, you think about the Broncos, sell out Lang Park most weeks. 40,000 crowd. 50, old 50. Yeah, I'll just say 40. Yeah, I was going to do 50 at 20 yeah. bucks a ticket. And that's being conservative. Plus food. Yeah, plus food and grog. Which they own the stadium, so they get that. Yeah, or alternatively, they own sell the rights to... Mm. So yeah. so Sponsors. Sponsorships. Of that. None. No, it all no. goes to the club. But, yeah. The home club. The only time it changes, it flips, is when the finals are run. Okay. What or, if it's not the Broncos? What if it's someone like the Bulldogs that are playing at Stadium Australia? Bel- Belmore Oval. Well, yeah, you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, there's obviously... Well, you know, the ty- Tigers at Leichhardt. Well, I don't know how many Leichhardt hold, 15,000 at best. Yeah. I'll tell you a story. I don't know if you know this, but South and the Bulldogs who played at Stadium Australia, I don't think South do now, but they'll yeah. pay $600,000 a year just to play them. Yeah. Which is... Oh, is it a game? No, hang on, I'll be... Yeah. No, so the Broncos are the richest club by a mile. Oh, yeah. 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 The, that, yeah. One team in Brisbane. It's like Melbourne. Versus... Melbourne's got the, you know, the rugby league market of Melbourne because there's no competition. They are competing against all the AFL clubs, but their salary is not challenged by, say, in Sydney, you've got five, six, seven, eight clubs going yeah. for the talent. No, so it's, and and also, also the sponsorship dollars. And the crowds. And the crowds. Yeah, that's right. so, that's, another, so another club out of western suburbs of Brisbane is probably not going to have a huge impact on the Broncos. I think about it. Commercially, it might. Yeah, it's big. I mean, Brisbane's a big enough. Yeah, I was going to say that you, you get the people. That's where I reckon Redcliffe would be in the prime running. So. Oh, that's why I think there'll be two. I mean, you've got the, too you've got long. Out west, there you've got you know, Toowoomba yeah. and some big, big places yeah, yeah. that Lockyer Valley. Yeah, they're saying the west of Brisbane is like the western Sydney, so it's a massive market there, right? Wait to be tapped into. Um, we'll just touch on the AFL, and then we'll cover the the grand final, which is next weekend. So AFL, um, just go through a few of these. So Brian Cook, new Carlton CEO, taking over from Kane Little. Axel, yeah, what can you tell us? Good move. Uh, touted as the, the most experienced and best sporting administrator in the country. Right. Um, big job, obviously, to, to come and try and turn the blues around. But, <laughs> um, you know, and if, you're talking about off the field, right? If Well, off the field. As well. They got I think the, they've, they've got the back end sort of. Sort of, really. They're in the black. They're not losing money. They're yeah, but it's a lot of upheaval all year. I mean, well, they've already Judd left early. Yeah, they've half the, the coaching board, saga. They've already turned the board 
loose ages come in. He's turfed the CEO. And Who was responsible for getting the back end right. Though, yeah, apparently. yeah, yeah. Money's wise. Yeah, yeah. So he was a big push, obviously, to get Cook there. So I'd say he's got a mandate there. And, yeah, it's whilst it hasn't looked good from outside um, and the media, well, particularly after the grand final, what are they going to talk about? That's all they're going to bloody talk about. Oh. Carlton have got a coach and then stuff and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say if they get one of the big two, then I'll say, shit, that didn't say it's a good job. Well, they've both knocked them back. Um, Brad Scott's knocked them back. Apparently they had a go at Chris Fagan. He knocked them back. I don't believe Brad Scott was ever approached. Oh, That's what he says. Okay. Yeah. I've heard on the grapevine there's someone out there. Just He's just not sure if he wants to go through the process. Which is what Lyon said. Adrian Pavizio. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he would be perfect for Carlton. And he may well get the job because he might <laughs> Bradbury. <laughs> 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 I'm the last one left here. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Brian Cook. Well, very good. Yeah. Hawks in the Roos are extending their Tassie um, deals. Doing one oh, more year each. Yeah, that one one more year. Just one more year at this stage. Just on the Hawks. Mm. Tom Mitchell, a lot of talk about him, and even from you, Kel, about him maybe being trade bait and trying to move him on. Yeah, the and talk the, early in the year, he wasn't happy and wanted to go. His yeah. stats are pretty unbelievable, really, since he's come across from the Swans. So he joined the Hawks in 2017. Mm. He won the Hang on, just pause for a minute. Actually, have you got stats? I've got some stats, because <laughs> I couldn't believe this. He came there in 2017, won the best and fairest in 2017, 2018, won and the Brownlow medal in 2018, then broke his leg in pre-season in 2000, and, so he didn't play 2019, recovered 2020, so that 2020, I don't know where he finished, but he's won the BNF again in 2021. Pretty good bloody stats, for so, and he's 28, and they're talking about oh, wow. throwing him out there for trade bait. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the question is, are we going to win a premiership in the next three years? Probably not. If we're not, then would you rather a... A heap of draft picks or whatever? Yeah, uh, bloody high-end. Yeah. Just a, a, that's pretty amazing, I think, for a guy that's been there you know, four years, five years, seven, eight, nine, twenty, twenty-one. He hasn't had, hasn't had a lot to compete with. Well, mind you, Hawthorne finished top four, I think, in 2008. I heard that his biggest issue was that he can get the ball. It's his distribution of it that's the issue. Disposal is not great. He is, but that can be. You're right. That can that can be coached. I think that comes back to the coach and where you actually play the guy. So Clarkson wasn't up to it. Well, he's not a well. No, maybe maybe he hasn't got the the last four or five games of the year, which they played well. When um, Sam Mitchell's midfielder. Connor Nash, the Irishman, got put in there. Big body, smashes, tackles. Mm. Same when um, John Newcomb was in there. All of a sudden, Tom Mitchell looked a whole lot better. Yeah, so maybe because no he, had, support. he had more time with the ball. Mm, yeah. He had someone protecting him. So it, what you say is 100% correct. He, the last four or five games, he is the best I reckon I've seen him look for a long, long time because he had a protector. And a, a, a lot of them. I mean, he can get the ball. He can get the ball better than most players. Um, can he use it better? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think if you're surrounded with the right people, yeah. 
Inter- interesting that the Peter Crimmins is a big one for mine because North B and F. That's rated by your coaches internally. That's so, the coaches that beat that. Yeah, that's right. So they're, they're rated pretty high. Yeah, the head coach and the line coaches. So he's obviously doing what they're asking him to do. Just in other trade news, you mentioned some trades earlier. So Robbie Tarrant wants out of the Roos, wants to go to Richmond. Who <laughs> doesn't want to go to Richmond? Dave Talia wants to go to Richmond or Geelong. Uh, Jordan Dawson from the Swans talking to Adelaide or Port Adelaide. That's where he's from originally. Greg Hewitt from the Swans is talking to your guys, Carlton. And Jake Kelly from Adelaide is talking to the Bombers. And during the week, the Demons were hit by gastro and the coaches are actually in quarantine. Oh. You don't want that sort of stuff floating around a week before the GF. No. Better now than later, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the dogs are still in quarantine at the moment, aren't they? I believe. They're yes, still not out of quarantine. Yeah, so, yeah, so that's Melbourne have had an extra week. Depends well, what that looks like. There, so, yeah. yeah. Depends yeah. what that looks like. You know, they must have been able to access the fields and all that sort of stuff. Mm. I don't know. It was controlled quarantine. Where did Melbourne play the week before they played over there? I think they've been in Perth. Because I'm just wondering why well, while you're doing that, while you're doing that, I'll just talk about a few other things. So, uh, the Brownlows this week as well in Perth on Sunday, yeah, Brownlows oh, tomorrow, tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tomorrow. as opposed to the, to so the right now, this is not concrete, but the favorites are Oliver from Melbourne, Bonapelli from Western Bulldogs, and Jack Steele. Um, people are tipping Oliver, yeah, Oliver to win just. And some are saying tight, that's that close. Petrakas. About fourth on the list, yeah. Holly Wines? Holly Wines is a favourite. Yes, yeah, apart from here. Yeah, apart from these guys, that's true. Yeah. Um, Sam Walsh? Up there. No. He is. He top ten. In the top. Yeah, no. He's there. <laughs> well, top five words. Depends which one you read. There's multiple different um, groups. Wines. Then Oliver, then the Bond, then Petraka, then Walsh, I thought it was. Mm. Yeah. And Steele. Steel. Jack Steele was yeah. there. So, who do you guys pick? Oh, actually, that's who my $20 is on this week at $3.25. Ollie Wines. Uh, Oliver. Oh. I think Oliver will have a great year. Yeah, yeah I, I, I reckon Wines is going to win it purely because. Stands out more. McRae's been pinching boats off Bonapelli and. The track has been pitching boats off mm. Oliver. Could be. Yeah. No, it'd be good. Be good. Yeah. No, exactly. I'm on, I think Oliver will win it too. I think Oliver will. I think um, there was a few games there early in the season where Petraka may have taken boats off but the back end. And Gorn as well. Yeah. Anyway. That's the problem with the good side. But Tommy Mitchell will get two number one picks Tom for Mitchell. Him. <laughs> <laughs> you want him to rate higher? Yeah, yeah. The higher he goes, the better, right? Eh? Uh, cricket news. Uh, cricket news. Oh, by the way, Ben Cousins will be there. He's apparently turned his life around and they've, they've invited him along because you know, apparently if you win it, you get automatic yeah, life, lifelong. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting news. Hope he has, for his sake. It's not another yes. Brendan Favalis. <laughs> maybe, <yeah>. maybe <laughs> let's hope he's not holding the mic. Yeah, hey? Exactly. <laughs> Ravi Shastri said he's standing down after the T20 World Cup. Didn't know if you saw that, Kel. New Zealand's cancelled their trip to Pakistan due to security alerts. Mm, yeah, imagine that. 18 years since they played there. Probably 
another 18 before they will. Yeah. They reckon Tony's um, in line to take over from Shastri. Yeah, right. Oh. Yeah, right. He'd be good. So like New Zealand, you're saying New Zealand haven't played in Pakistan for 18 years. Wow. That's right. That, that wouldn't be that. Well, Pakistan... Well, Australia haven't played them there either. No one went to Pakistan for a long, long time after the Sri Lankans got shot up on the mm, bus. In the bus, yeah. That's the last time Australia played in Ooh. A long time, reckon, 20 years probably. Be, yeah, I reckon be really? years. Yeah. Yeah, right. They've played in places like the UAE and yeah. Qatar and all those sort of joints. Now who's toured there? Is England toured there? I don't think anyone has, mate. Yeah, no, they have been, Bangladesh. They have been a couple. Um, Bangladesh might have. Mm. Bangladesh was originally East Pakistan, so they would have been the logical ones to go back first. But, but there's no love lost between any of those countries there, is there? India, Pakistan, Bangladesh... No. They all hate India and India hates all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, football news or soccer news for those that um, that way inclined. Champions League started, what, last week, Kel? Uh, Liverpool defeated AC Milan 3-2 after being up and 1-0 uh, coasting. Ten minutes before the half, um, AC Milan scored two quick goals. They were up 2-1. We thought, oh, no, here we go. Um, I, uh, Liverpool had missed a penalty as well. But then, uh, yeah, second half they got on top and ended up winning. Real, Real Madrid beat uh, Inter Milan 1-0. And what was the other big game? PSG. PSG. Had, a, had a draw, I think. They, they did, with um, every superstar. <laughs> Named a man. Yeah, that's... Um, Tennis news, 18-year-old Emma... Bayern, Bayern gave Barca a bit of a oh, tough job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 18-year-old Emma Radic... Radicanu. I'll just get that. I'll get that translated. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that's probably what it is, actually. But uh, she's 18-year-old. She won the US Open and, and about, what, $3 million US, I think it is, close mm-hmm. to it. So, big win for her. Medvedev defeated Djokovic, 6-4, 6-4, 6-4. Same sort of money. And they're bringing in a new rook, rook help, the Stitzabas Toilet Break the, the, Rule. The, it's coming the, in in 2022. The yeah, they're coming in there. So you, remember, you might remember actually ducked off to the loo in the middle of a, yeah. um, uh, a really tight match to yeah. change the momentum. Against Andy Murray. Eight, eight minutes he was in there. Yeah. Must have had a double flusher. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it took him a while to snap it off, didn't it? <laughs> just on the tennis, that tournament that they play at the end of the year. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. They're playing that in so South the, America. It's called the Champions in Mexico. They've moved Mexico. it from Shenzhen in China to Guadalajara. Oh, that's right. Which and is at 1,500 metres above sea level. They're yep. using pressureless balls. Yep. Which um, faster. Craig Tizer, Barty's coach, has said she may... Because she's the reigning champion. She won... 2019. Yeah, 2019. They not play last year. And pocketed, what, $6.4? Is that the players? That was the most any man or woman's ever won. But she's talking about... Not going. Yeah. And then Tizer was saying, this is crazy that the... Big end of year finale with the top eight players in the world, and you go put them in a country they never play in, <laughs> under conditions they never play in, and and haven't been able to prepare for. Yeah, so, and and also the COVID outbreak in Mexico would be enormous. You know, mm. it's not really that well controlled at this point. Time. No, it's, yeah, so interesting. Time. I reckon it's fair enough. They should earn their money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll be in a nice spot in Mexico, not in a bad spot. Let's just put it up. Out there, Dan Ricardo won the Monza Grand Prix. Would you believe last week? Um, crazy race, 
Hamilton, he led from the start, never got challenged. Uh, Hamilton was taken out by um, Verstappen. Verstappen again. So, well, change change that. Hamilton took out Verstappen last time. Verstappen took out Hamilton this time. What do you reckon the penalty for that? Well, they're saying three places on the grid. Do you reckon that's enough? Who was in fault? I know it's still him, see. Verstappen. Well, he was he was charged all, with all, it. All your, your stars were coming out, and Verstappen's cars ended up on top of Hamilton. And if it wasn't was saying, Verstappen was obviously saying, "Hey, he should let me through." Yeah, move over. He should have moved over. But no, I, I, every other pundit yeah, has I, said, given what he did, I, I reckon they should make him stand in the first corner, and <laughs> <Dodge> <laughs> the, cars. the cars can go around him. <laughs> I don't know how popular he is amongst the other drivers. Verstappen. Jackie Stewart came out and said that he, he he's still lacking maturity. Yeah, so, yeah. So, I mean, he's a good driver, but uh, yeah. yeah. No, my wife's still got a smile. Yeah, Dan. Oh, he did the shoey? Nothing from what I've done. It's all about Dan. <laughs> it's all about Dan at my place, I think. Yeah. yeah, Dan did the old shoey, so he gets his shoe off and fills it full of champagne and drinks it. Got his, yeah. got his boss in his... Because uh, Norris finished uh, second as well, so... He, they went one, two. First time in uh, a very long time since McLaren have even won a spot on yeah. the podium. But they won one, two. So it's quite a while. Was that was that a Dan Ricciardo mask I saw sitting in the front seat of your car on the way in? I reckon he does oh, it he on the He pretends to be taking him of action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could just see him doing the shoey afterwards too. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was my, that wasn't a mask. That was, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sending a recording of this. Um, basketball news down. When Dante Exum. Your wife's undies, <laughs> yeah, on your face. <laughs> Dante Exum, uh, you, uh, the boomer, Simon with the uh, Houston just, Rockets. Just before we go on, give him a reaction. Oh, is that sorry? This might be relevant, Axel. The, you know, the um, Major League Baseball, they have the big screens and you can hire them. People use it for um, wedding proposals and all that. Mm-hmm. During the San Francisco Giants and the San Diego Padres game the other day, a bloke's mates got together and flashed up. What was it they put up? Um, so they bought that and said, Happy Divorce Max, back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Uh, so that's good. Smart. <laughs> Advertising. Yeah. Um, what about the flash up happy divorce, Axel? Yeah, after this. Uh, NFL news Jordan Malata, he's an um, Australian who played for the Dogs 18s in the South 20s, yeah. plays now for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's a offensive tackle. He's six foot eight, or he, he's six foot eight and weighs 165 kilos. He was told when he went over there. He was 140 kilos and said, we're going to have to put a bit of tummy on you. <laughs> he wasn't big enough. So he was too big to play league? Too too big, too slow? No. Oh, no, he went over there to try his... No, nah, for league. Oh, no, but that's not why he left league. He, league. he left to go to college to try and get in the NFL. Yeah, yeah but didn't he want to play league and he was told that he... Was yeah, he was, because he was too big at 140. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The, I've, um, heard, I've never heard anyone being saying, nah, what's it mean for rugby league? How does that happen? <laughs> uh, it's like um, not people... Enough, not mobile enough. It's the same as those people that don't pick... Uh, uh, Kikau has been a superstar, or Kalen Ponga, and 
Yeah, the recruiters just make bad, bad decisions, I guess. Too big. I've never heard. Six foot eight, yeah. 140 and agile and athletic. Yeah, but be NFL in the position he's playing. Doesn't have to be very Yeah, well. he's not running more than five yards. Yeah. yeah. So he signed a four-year, $108.7 million contract. 55 of it, though, is guaranteed. So the rest is incentivised. Goes to show how small they are. Sports <laughs> are in Australia, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Amazing. I think the Broncos are worth $50 million. So his guaranteed money is what the Broncos are worth. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? So boxing news. Tim Zhu is fighting someone else, or who is he fighting? Well. In November. Takeshi. Takeshi's last name. It's Takeshi. Anyway, Takeshi Inoue. I-F-O-U-E. 17 wins, one loss, 10 by KO. Um, yeah, he's mostly fought in Japan, and the fight that he's lost um, was over in the US. So, yeah, he's, Zhu said it's going to be his toughest opponent. He's ranked number eight, I think, in the some of the footage I've seen, he looks a pretty good fighter, but you would think Zhu would. They're, they're wondering why Zoo took such a tough fight, really. They said he could have had an easy one and then rolled into Castagno next year. But I think he's getting himself ready for some pretty tough fights. Yeah. yeah he doesn't want to go underdone against these guys. They'll, they will beat him if he does. So I'd suggest that's either going to be in Japan or Australia, one or the other, and I think probably Australia will um, make him make him yeah, well, yeah. over here. And yeah, I, I read it was in Australia. But probably Newcastle again. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Depends on crowds and all that at that time, I suppose. Yeah. So that's November, is that correct? <coughs> yeah, time? November. Yeah. Mm. Would, would you go to Would you go to Western Australia or South Australia with it? Yeah. If you can, yeah. if you can sell fifty thousand tickets at at an average of hundred and fifty bucks a ticket, fight in the middle of the the new stadium in Perth, you'd have seventy or eighty thousand. Yeah. Because sixty thousand in the stands and then the mm. rest on the ground. Yeah. November's probably not too hot either. So no, yeah. just the right time. Yeah. yeah. By the time most of these fights come around, it's 10 o'clock at night anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's the it seems to take four hours to just but... to get started. Um, we all right. might have to put that one on. Right? Yeah. Watch that yeah. over a few times. Mm. Sounds like a plan. So, AFL Grand Final. It's up to you guys. Let's dissect it. You've got the team. Let's get into it. Oh. Oh, I don't know. Kel's not confident in his research. No, I, I really don't know that much, so you guys are the experts. Jay Kelly, Kel, Kel's written all the You guys have lived here for too long, so been spoiled by all the AFL influence. Do, do you see any changes to the, the teams that played in the prelim? I reckon there's one obvious one for Footscray or for Western Bulldogs. Did May play in the prelim? Yeah. Uh, Keith, was, was Keith out injured? He was. So he's back. Correct. There's one other one. Who missed? Waitner with the concussion. Okay. Yeah, we'll come back in. Who goes out? Well, there's your question. Presumably it's one of the interchange guys. I mean... It's not going to have a huge influence on the game, but I think that the big guys are playing. If Josh Bruce was back, then that would be... Oh, one. yeah. That that's it. When you look at them, though, I, I reckon they're, they're pretty even. When I went back and had a look, you, 
Maxa. You got in the Melbourne backs May, Lever, Hibbert, Salem, Petty, and Bowie. Up against the Dogs backs of Gardner, Wood, Taylor Jeray. He's the most, the biggest premiership winner on the field in this game. We love you. <laughs> love him. Dale, Cordy, and Daniel. So presumably one of them going for the key. No, no, definitely won't be dead. So I had um, Wood. So the team that I saw, there was a bit of a mock thing on the on the web. It had yeah. Williams, Keith, Wood, Daniel, Cordy, and Dale in the backs. So okay, that's that's a little. They had Whiteman off the bench. Whiteman, Whiteman, sorry, off the bench. Need to change. No Gardner. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I. I yeah. So those two back lines, I reckon, line up reasonably well against each other. Um, yeah. So who plays on um, uh, Bulldogs forward? Norton. Norton. Norton's the key, I think, for them up forward. He had a blind at the other. And English, mark, English is marking. Well, English can be a foil for Norton. Yeah. yeah. But you need you need English well, causing he's some pitch trouble. Hitting yeah. the ruck as well, though, isn't yeah. he? English, English. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he floats between both. Yeah, of them so, so Norton's not going to play full game time. Norton's pretty key, I think, with um, Josh Bruce not playing. Mm. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they actually went last time they played each other because the last three meetings, the dogs, the dogs won by twenty points last time that they mm. played. Wow. Previous time it was um, it was the Deeds, which was in, so they played twice this year. Um, the Deeds won back in May by twenty eight points, and then last year, uh, August last year, it was twenty eight points to the Melbourne Deeds as well. So the Deeds have had a good run of recent through two of the last three that they've won against them. Mm. I reckon it's going to be the midfield though, because you look at those backs. I reckon Melbourne maybe shade them. Um, then you go and look at the forwards. So for Melbourne, you've got Harms, McDonald, um, Pickett, Neil Bullen, Fritch, and Brown. Up against Trelaw, Norton, Vandermeer, Hannon, Johannesson, English. Waitman will come back in there for yeah. sure. Yeah, I Again, Melbourne, I would say slightly. Probably a, a small forwards there, like Fritch is a very smart footballer. He is. He's really good. He can kick a long goal, very clever. And Pickett can just do stuff that mm. yeah. a lot of other people can't. So they've probably got better smaller forwards. Yeah. Um, out of all, I mean, McDonald's had a good year. Um, but Norton's got a little bit of that X factor, I reckon. He's probably the best big forward in that. He could kick five or six. Yeah, so I reckon if, I don't know who plays them, whether it's May or or who, but... Lever. I think if they shut mm-hmm. him down, they go a long way to, to win the game. Well, that's... then. Yeah, you have a look at the midfield, so I reckon the dogs have got them in the midfield, despite... I think Gorn's their, the Melbourne's biggest strength. Yeah, well, that, that's... The Ruck's their weakest. Bulldog's weakest. Mm-hmm. And they're out. I would counteract that with the midfield that they've got. The dogs. Oh, 
Yeah. Well, that's you look at the top. Um, I mean, Melbourne have got Langdon, Petraka, Brayshaw, Vining, Oliver, and Gorm. Still good. Oh, like that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that is. <laughs> Those two are the best two midfields in the comp. Yeah. Easily. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's. Well, then you look at the Footscray midfield Smith, Liberatore, Hunter, McRae, Bontempelli, and Martin. But then you've got Dunkley coming off the bench, mm-hmm. and you've got Trelaw sitting on a half forward flank. Or, yep. They, so they bat deep. Yeah, that I, I, I just reckon their their midfield, yeah, lined up against each other six on six. They're pretty even. Maybe Melbourne shade them, but having those two other guys, Dunkley and Trelaw, that can yep. just go in and, and take the heat. And that's why I think Gorn's the thing. The that's the the challenge. Can he keep him quiet? He was dominant last week, last game. Well, they actually got different game plans. Mm. Mm. Melbourne, Melbourne are big on pressure particularly once they get it in their forward line. It's forward line pressure yeah. um, and locking it in there. Um, and the dogs, the dogs have possessed the ball a bit more, but they like to hold onto the ball and, and they, they've actually very good by hand and foot. Yeah. Um, so it's, they're, they're two pretty evenly matched, but with different game plans. That's where Caleb Daniel will be pretty important to playing that quarterback type role. Yep. He's got brilliant skills. He always hits a target. Uh, smallest bloke on the ground, but yeah, he can can use. He's very good. Yeah, he's yeah. very very good. Yeah. Yep. That's he really rarely makes a, a poor decision. Mm. Yeah. So who wins? I hope Melbourne does. Fifty-seven years is it since they won? Fifty something. It was or was it nineteen sixty something? Sorry, well, I, I should have brought that in, yeah, but I, I'll tell you next I, week. I reckon Norm, Norm <laughs> Smith was the coach last time they won. Yeah, right. It's 50-something, I just can't remember my number. Because these two played against each other in 54, which until 16 was the Bulldogs' only premiership win. Mm. Oh, anyway. They both deserve a flag. I mean, Bulldogs have only won one in 50-odd years, so back in 2016, was it? So it's been a while since they've actually won. But... but the dumb will actually stay up. Yeah, I agree. There. To get back there, oh, I just oh, Luke Beveridge is a master at just getting something out of a team. Mm. A bit of a, a Wayne Bennett, um, getting them playing for him. He, he, if Melbourne get a little bit of stage fright, mm. oh yeah, the they'll capitalise. Yeah, yeah, the dogs will. They've been there most yeah. already. Yeah. The um, it's interesting here. Both the coaches after the game last week. Had a little, um, yeah, it's really great access to hear them speak after the game to their players. And geez, I tell you what, both the coaches were pretty impressive the way they spoke. Yeah, really impressive. Simon Goodwin's. Yeah, very good communicators. More about you know human to human communication, you know, contact rather than you know, caring about them rather than just talking about you know football. Yeah, it's interesting. Melbourne have built up the classic way that. They went back when Bruce coming went to the draft, picked up your Petrakas, your Brayshaws, your Olivers. Then they started, once those kids had started to rise, they will start to bring in your Mays and your Levers, who were gun players around them. Well, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Brought Jordan Lewis as well. And now they've, they've topped up and, and Ben Brown's been reborn. Yeah. Um, mm, how does he go against Keith? Oh, I think he's he had the same role. He's, he's just got to be competitive and bring it to ground. Yeah. 
that's what I was about to say. Because he won't have the impact he had last week, I wouldn't have thought. Oh, I don't think so. I mean, he's he's good for one or two. He's not mm. going to kick a bag. No. I thought. He I, just needs to bring the ball bigger in. I'm not expecting either team to be appear as dominant as they did last week. No. no. But yeah, look, I'm, I'm probably with you. I hope Melbourne win. Um, but yeah, to be honest, I'm not going to say either of them win. But Melbourne. Probably been the best side all year, I would suggest. Yeah, um, they'll go in favourite. They probably deserve to be. Yeah, I, was say, I reckon the bookies have got about right. I think they've had um, Melbourne at about a dollar sixty, dollar sixty four, and two twenty six. Yeah, yeah. Well, I reckon that's about right. Yeah. It'll be a year that everyone remembers. So you know, the AFL first time ever not played in Melbourne Grand Final. No, so last year, second Brisbane, time. Sorry, yeah. it's Brisbane. Yeah, the, the NRL is going to be played in Brisbane for the first time Grand Final. So it's tough to get. Mm. You know, 20 years' time, 30 years' time in history, people will remember. Yeah, the Demon supporters, unfortunately, would have liked it. Yeah, poor Logan's. They win, but anyway, hopefully next year. Now, they'll be up there for a few years with it. Gary Lyons being camped up there for weeks just so he can get to enjoy it. Yeah, he's um, he's presenting the trophy if they win. Is he really? Yeah. I'd I'd be surprised if there aren't bloody Melbourne fans tunnelling. Melbourne at the moment. The Mexican line, yeah. Well, right, what about tips? Are we going to have some tips before we sign off? Well, I'm on Clayton Oliver at $3, whatever that is, um, at $20 to That's win the Brownlow tomorrow night. There you go. I've got 20 on Penrith, uh, sorry, Parramatta to beat Penrith tonight in an upset. $3.50 Clayton Oliver, so that's where my 20 has gone. I might, I might change my bet before I get home. I'm having, I'm only going five bucks, but I'm going Parramatta into Liverpool to beat Crystal Palace, mm-hmm. Man City to beat Southampton, Villa and Everton to have a draw at Villa Park, <laughs> and Spurs and Chelsea to draw at White Hart Lane. And Kane to score a goal. Would you like me to put yours on for that while I've got it open? Yeah, or are you able to put yours on? I can, no, no. You can. I'll but you can do it. Four dollars. Yeah, we'll put 20 on Parramatta to cause an upset over Parramatta. Wow, okay. Well, I nearly picked the Manly um, multi, the quadruple multi last night. I had Manly 16 plus over the Roosters. I had Trevojevic to score a try, but not the first try. Unfortunately, he did score the first one. I had Saab score the first one. He scored, but he didn't score the first one. And there was one other thing I had. But yeah, they all came off except just the two try scores in the wrong order. Mm. 740 yeah. would have Well, my $10 on Tedesco for first try score <laughs> lasted about three minutes. <laughs> oh, dear. No. Oh, dear. So, Kel, mine's paying my five bucks. is paying 400 Wow. Let's ride that. <laughs> That'll pay for the drinks next week. Yes. All right, boys. Till next week. Enjoy. Look forward to it. Thanks for listening to Three Grams in a Mic podcast. Don't forget to connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.